Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Climbers Podcast. Well, there it's it is. It's great to be sitting down with you again, Michael. I'm really excited about this conversation today. Yeah, well, not yeah. even a conversation, just a quick catch up and a mm-hmm. recap. It's, it's been a little bit of time, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put the focus on a few other things and we had a trip to do. Um, yeah. In part, Day. lining up with your birthday and a bit of leave from work. Yeah. Um, Passion Day was kind of kind of awesome got down to what like negative one there so appreciating yeah. the cold weather chills yeah it was great i um, loved it i loved the cold weather so it was great to have the really cold chilly nights yeah and it was still pretty cool during the day which meant that on most of the days we could actually boulder wearing beanies and then either wearing a hoodie or a puffy jacket which is great yeah so those that are unfamiliar with passchendaele it's a part of like the granite belt um on the lower side of queensland which is why it got to that degree um still within covid restrictions as per time frame but it's a super awesome area to climb right near stanthorpe so yeah 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 i'm really excited to head back there there is so much more to explore we only barely scraped the surface of a few of the areas that we went to and there was probably four to be areas honest, that we didn't actually go to i think even the guidebook has barely scraped mm. like the climbing potential there as well although um the, the the rocks being so chossy or some of the rocks being a bit chossy was a bit frustrating at times i think i think you know that best of all <laughs> yes yes i'm well aware of that now um yeah the rocks were different great and quality there yeah but i think we actually did more or less a pretty good job of recognizing where the rock quality wasn't there and really where testing the climate change too yeah yeah and, definitely and whatnot so i actually did have a bit of a um tick list um, where i just wrote down a whole bunch of different climbs uh just to see you know what i could kind of get on the on the day so it's actually nice to keep it keep a track of that um, and be able to look back at that um, in previous days as it all progresses. Yes. Um, did you have any favourites of the trip? Uh, oh, so um, I really enjoyed Mercury Sands. That was cool. Uh, that was a cool V5. Yep, two, rated two, yep. Yeah, rated two star on the crag. Um I don't know if that's just because the hardest climb I ticked while down there. I also really enjoyed Parks and Recreation, which is a V7. Uh, Didn't get the tick, but I was feeling a little bit more progress on that. For me, the aesthetic of that climb is just amazing Mm. um, and definitely means that I need to work on my sloping strength. I don't know if that's a condition-dependent climb, probably, because slopers, but just, oh, that's some nice rock up there too. Mm. And super easy to get to, you know, road, rock, bam. Yeah, so that's in the lane. Yeah, that was a sick area. Um, I think that I would have liked to jump on Wild Honey and that V8, Mm. V10 kind of climb, but just because of the way it looked. However, you know, time didn't permit it. Um, Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have to agree with your assessment on both of those climbs. Parks and Recreation is just a really beautiful looking piece of rock. It just really stands out in the actual um, crag that's there. And like, yeah, just a really nice line and a really interesting start. I mean, I was actually able to get my body off the ground yeah. there for a second, so that was a pretty good win. But Mercury Sands was just a really nice line. I didn't get the send myself. Still happy with the with the progress. I was also coming off a body that was pretty tired and starting to be yeah. exhausted from a lot of different climbing over the past couple of days. But 
could definitely figure out what the movements were and I could get the start, which I think was really the, the crux of it. Yeah. Because um, there were some really thin holes that you did have to move to. Yeah, so, yeah it was a pretty um, thin hold. Yeah. But it was also like a dynamic move too, which isn't your forte. Um, I'd say that the, the V4 before that was actually kind of a nice climb for you too because you got the hip up nice and high. And I'd say that's kind yeah. of a big thing, Co-weaponic. you know? Yeah, Koepernik. Yep. I think that's a big thing to, to make that move, you know? Mm. You're not really that open with your hips, so I think that kind of showed the progress that you've been trying to do and the fact that you were, you know, willing to commit to it a little bit, trying to get it up there. Mm. Obviously, the send didn't go, but, you know. Yeah. I, did, I mean, one of the many great things about this trip was it was really good for me to reinforce all the little things that I've been doing over these past couple of months. Yeah. Because I don't see the flow-on effect to it. Okay. So it's actually nice to go out there, go somewhere new, and then just know uh, and have that confidence that everything you're doing is working. So I when you. I when I do my foam roll every day, yeah, there's no noticeable difference. So I don't foam roll for 10 minutes and then I can like, you know, do the splits or anything like that. But it's only by doing it for 10 minutes every single day that over the long term I have those little incremental progressions that yeah, when I get to these climbs, I can really be like, wow. Yeah, you know that's like pretty pretty cool. I actually have gained some flexibility and momentum here, even on like the finger strength. Because mm-hmm. you know I'll do the fingerboard once or twice a week, depending on my schedule, and you know you, you don't notice the effects of that. Yeah, I um, think you know straight up. I think the uh, the mobility has really played a bit a- mm. big aspect to that, and you know foam rolling definitely can assist that. Um, yeah, I think I think looking at it as like well the way i see it is our usual climbs let's say two e's or like white rock or mm. something you can think oh i'm just having a better session because i I've, i'm used to the climb or so uh but there whole new area you know we didn't actually know like what grades we're gonna so i think that sorry um i think that it kind of um clarified your progress mm. you know because it was completely and utterly fresh um if that's what you were saying so yeah i'd say that's a pretty good pat on the back for all the work that you've been doing mm. um yeah man how do you feel about the uh the egg though yes <laughs> like, yeah let's, well, let's talk about that yeah before we talk about the egg i, oh, I guess okay. i'll say same to you because yeah. you you went out there and you climbed a bunch of v5 so it was oh, only recently that you got your first v5 and then you got a v6 and i guess to then be able to consistently then get the next grade below yeah uh, is actually pretty awesome thank you um so that was really good so look the egg um kind of ended the trip for me <laughs> uh it was this v1 climb it was a bit high um but i suppose when we were assessing it um it, it generally looked pretty good because you had your big powerful v1 moves for like the first half yeah and then it was just like your everyday top out where yeah. it's got that that gradual kind of a walkout yeah so the risk was really only in the first half we padded everything up and, and yeah. we kind of had everything done from from that perspective around where's the four going to come from i'd say three pads is pretty damn good like it's up yeah. there for a normal session yeah yeah yeah, and I think it really was padded quite good. I think I just yeah. had one of those unfortunate events or circumstances which... The rock kind of rotated, Yeah, the, like maybe. the rock rotating and everything. And yeah. I, I think too broadly, if you're planning for that for every climb, you you kind of need double the pads that yeah. you're taking in. I think that's the only way we could have dealt with mm. it a little bit better is that if I wasn't working the V7 yeah. while you were actually climbing it, I think that yeah. could have prevented some downfall. Yeah. We, we did have spotters. So yeah, of was, course. It was good. So essentially what happened, the climb had been climbed before I went up there, similar circumstance. 
Um, the hold itself was fine when we were pressing down. I wasn't as confident to actually throw my leg up just due to some of the flexibility issues. I wanted to get it from a different way or angle. Got the side pull and when I actually weighted it from that direction, that was when the rock actually tore and because I had all of my weight and momentum going there, it actually spun me off at a different direction. Mm. Where normally, if I just had have had that hold and then for whatever reason hadn't have gotten the next move or I'd pumped out, I would have fallen how we had planned. But because all of my weight was on there executing the move, then like the hold breaks, a little bit. the momentum just yeah, yeah. Really, really threw me off. Um, so with the spotters, I was able to get mostly onto the pad. My right foot still actually did land on a bit of slopey rock. Um, so I actually did end up doing my ankle. Mm. We still don't know what the prognosis is. We're waiting on all the x-rays to be analyzed and whatnot. But, you know, look, best case scenario, it's a bad sprain. Worst case scenario, it's a break. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, um, it is kind of fine because... I'm navigating the world really easily. Like yeah, I'm, I'm in zero pain, which yeah. is just amazing. Crutches are fine. I've got a backpack to move things around. Yeah. You know, so look, life moves on. It was a good outcome in the grand scheme of things. Yes, could have done things better. Could have done things a lot worse. Could have done That's things a it lot is, worse. Yeah. So. yeah, man. Um, I'd say your mentality's up there straight away. You know, just we we dealt with the situation. That was it. Just and that's that's how it's been since then. That's how I, I mm. think you you operate as. It's just like something happens. Well, what can we do to make it the best possible possible situation that we can like you know have? Um, and you know, I think that's how that's how we're gonna do with you like your programming as well. Coming out of the injury too. Obviously, you're having a little bit of time off now just to let the swelling mm. down, let your body yep. heal. Um, but like you know, once that's dealt with, we're gonna get back into it 100. Um, yeah. That's how we're gonna do with climbing and the mentality for going that high. And you know, we'll learn from that. You know, we're just, mm. if you're going that high, we gotta we gotta pad a little bit more. We gotta be a little bit more um, excessive, but also understand that shit went wrong like and yep. that's even if we don't like that's life you know sometimes yeah. you can't always control it so mm. yeah for sure and i think too you know you, you might check a hold or check a climb weighted in one direction it doesn't automatically mean that when you commit all your weight in yeah. a different um manner that it's going to hold so it was good learning from from yeah. that way yeah um, you know there was a bit of cockiness to it like it was like the end you know I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep it's going yeah um so look it's it's those things that just naturally happen and you know i i tend to have a pretty good control of it don't always have a good control mm-hmm. over it but that got cocky and then it was just the worst time for it to happen yeah but definitely it happened as you said you know what do we do after that treat the foot get out get it to x-ray you know so yeah. that was kind of the process after that it you know, there was really no no time to be annoyed or angry. It was just get everyone safe, get everyone out. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I would still like to climb at Stanthorpe another time. Oh, for sure. Love to go back there. Love to enjoy the cold weather. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that everyone out there, because we knew a couple of other people going down there, um, just take your time. Take it easy. You're in no rush. You're just going to be stronger tomorrow. You're going to be stronger if you rest a little bit longer. You know, reassess. Yep. It's all good. Yep, yeah. and I'm going to call egg a bag a bad egg for the moment. Mm-hmm. Can but we rename that? Possibly? Yeah, bad egg. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean we've got plenty more to talk about for Passion Day. We do. Yeah, there. we can uh, loop back to that at another day. Yeah. So thank you for listening in on the podcast. Sorry we haven't 
taken care of it for a while. Um, yeah, we wanted to, to get a few other things set in stone. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've got the YouTube that we're still committed to and yeah. that was the focus for a while and then getting Instagram back up and running. Mm-hmm. And now we've got those processes in place. It's yeah. great to sit down and record our conversations, yeah, which we are just having anyway, absent yeah. a microphone. Uh, and we're just playing around with different formats to, to get this out to you all. So this is our first time trying a video podcast. We're kind of aware that the camera setup wasn't ideal. It's just a good format for us to be comfortable for it on this occasion. So we are working on a different setup and layout for future uh, episodes or yeah, podcast ones. I so, like it. Yeah, let us know uh, if there are any topics or discussions you'd like to hear more about. Um, yeah, we're always open for that kind of feedback and, and suggestions. Otherwise, till next time. Yeah, take it easy. Cool. See ya.